Good afternoon. It's March the 14th, Tuesday. Uh, my name's Tony Fox and I am a beekeeper in Oxfordshire. It's magical March. Well, I use the term magical March. There's no wizardry about it. But there's things going on in everyone's colonies in this area at the moment, which is related to a big build-up. The bees are possibly on their second brood. Some of them may be on their first brood. It depends on the climate where the apiary is. But certainly there is an increase of bees in the hives and so we know that the queen is laying. I'm supporting the queens and the rest of the queen's colony by making available fondant, which has been on the hive all winter, and a protein supplement. I call it protein supplement because, as all beekeepers know, or should know, the bees would prefer pollen, and there is no alternative to pollen. You cannot have a pollen look-alike. And so the only thing that we can do is to make available to them a protein supplement. There is pollen available at the moment and the bees are foraging for it, but it is limited, limited because of the quantity of flowers available and limited also because the weather is just so unreliable. Where I'm talking to you from now, it's 14 degrees, but the apiary that I went to this afternoon where I had hoped to do the recording from, so that rather than having silence in the background, you'd have the cacophony of wild birds and other countryside noises. But there it was 12 degrees and windy. So the actual temperature was much less than 12. Some bees were flying, but most were not. So the temperature is very variable. So at those times when the bees cannot fly, they have the availability of the protein supplement. It supplements their diet. So what's happening in the apiary now? Well, from since Friday last week, so we're now in the fourth day, we've had some quite decent daytime temperatures. Clearly those temperatures are only decent for a few hours, but they're in the teens. Yesterday, in the apiary I was in, the thermometer in the apiary measured 16. And the thermometer is not sitting in the sun. Today, as I've already said, it's 12 and then here it's 14. So I've made the most of these four days of temperatures in double figures and 
quite warm at night too by adding um, about a pound of sugar syrup with which is supplemented using the apis biologics and they'll take that down slowly i had a look today to see it is going down it's not going down very fast but then at the moment they have on top of the frames fondant and the protein supplement where there are drips on the frames i notice the bees are cleaning that up it's been interesting with the fondant this year uh, they didn't really go for taking it from above the crown board so i moved it directly onto the frames took it out of its plastic and it just sits on the frames and is they're now bees all over it just completely covered interesting also with the protein supplement in quite a number of cases they are actually going through the supplement and it's being consumed but in also quite a few cases they are just removing the sugar syrup from it they're not even moving the patty out of the hive they just suck it dry and so i've removed that and put a smaller quantity of fresh on if they just suck the syrup out of it absolutely fine they'll be getting some nutrients over and above just sugar and uh, that's okay so what's happening next well today I was in the second of the three production apiaries I've got preparing the second boxes to go on all the hives doing it slightly different normally I'd put frames of feed to the outside then I would put frames of drawn comb in the middle above where the bees are in the box below and then i would fill up with uh, one or two only one or two uh, undrawn frames but this year i've done it different this year i think it's it, it, it the temperature is so variable that this year i have put the feed three four frames of feed above where the bees are situated in the lower box and that feed has been decapped so that it's available i'm sure there'll be some dripping and running but they'll clean that up sufficient bees to get on top of that and i think it'll also be attractive to them i'm going to remove the fondant and the protein supplement to above that box second box but i'm not going to be so fastidious in cleaning it all off i'm going to leave some 
of the fondant on the upper frames because I think they will take a number of days to move into the upper box and in that time I don't want them getting hungry so they'll have the fondant to pick over. When am I going to put the box on? Well I think it'll probably be this coming weekend so I've earmarked round about the 20th. We're now on almost within minutes of 12 hours daylight therefore we are seeing increased temperatures and I'm hoping that as we get towards the end of March it'll get much better. Early April the weather here is normally very good. Get a suntan if you're working in the garden and that good weather will remain until probably the second half of May. So fingers crossed it works well. So I've recently got my hands on some free timber and with that timber I have made seven nukes. Would have been good if it had been eight because I wanted them to be six over six nukes. That's six frames in the bottom, six frames in the top. And with these nukes I am going to have an internal frame feeder. I have got hive top feeders but I think that I will benefit from using internal. So we normally do an internal frame feeder when we're queen rearing but I'm going to start using them in the nukes. The nukes are a standard design in that I'm do doing them to the British Standard National type brood box except of course instead of it being 11-12 frames it's only 6 frames. I, I'm not going to go into how I make them but there are some differences which you might find interesting. The first is that they are top space. Normally a national is bottom space. If you're on Langstroth, Langstroth is top space. The benefit for me with the nukes having a top space is that I can use a transit roof. So nothing special about that, it's just a piece of timber with two restraints at each end. I'm not going to drill a hole in for bucket feeding. You'll know why because I've already said I'm going to use in-frame feeders. The bottom or the floor is an underfloor entrance and it's separate to the brood box. But above the floor there is an increased space. It's about two inches which is uh, 
what, five centimeters. And the reason for that is that if I get the opportunity to use a swarm queen cell, which traditionally you find hanging off the bottom of the frame, when I put it in the nuke, I don't want to crush it. Plus the fact, I think that in a nucleus of six frames, I think the bees need just a little bit of extra space. It's not, uh, uh, that's not a new notion. Um, I know that there might be some burcombe, and I think that would probably be a very popular retort by many people. But actually, I'll be inspecting these on a seven-day basis. And it'll take quite some time before the bees have occupied the whole nuke and are therefore in a position to start producing lots of burcombe. When it gets to that point, the nucleus is either out the door to the new owner or it's going into a standard hive in one of the production apiaries, hopefully in time to get a good honey harvest. The next point which I find particularly useful is that the width of the nucleus is six times the frame width plus half an inch. So that means that I can move the frames without taking them out of the box and I can therefore make sufficient gap between the frames to allow me to remove a frame without damaging a queen cell, without rolling bees, without rolling a queen. And if it's cold and windy when I'm doing the inspection, because sometimes you have no other choice but to do it, then at least I will be able to do much within the body of the nucleus and not have to remove it. Now the new apiary which I've got is, uh, is uh, eight pallets and I've deemed that I'll put, I can put three nukes on each pallet. Actually, I'm going to go for uh, 16 nukes. So the third position will be there so that if I need to move the boxes to the left or to the right, so that a weak nuke will benefit from the foragers returning to it from a stronger nuke, then I can do that. Whether I will go up to having 24 or not, I don't know. At the moment, I'm on 14 uh, all year round nukes, and I've got uh, three, four, uh, what I'd call summer nukes. And when I say summer nukes, they're very lightweight build. The nuke apiary is going to be used to put new queens 
grafted, which are from hives which we value. So no mongrels, certainly some of the hives will have queens which have come from some VSH, two, two VSH colonies, which I believe we have. The others will come from either queens that we purchase, or they will come from those colonies which have come out of winter particularly strong. Coming out of winter strong here is important for me, particularly this year, because I need to be off to a quick and strong start because we have significant spring crops for the bees to forage on, namely oilseed rape. And following pretty close on the tails of oilseed rape, are fava beans or field beans or broad beans and we've got about 200 acres of oilseed rape and we've got about 200 acres of the beans so you know that that's going to be pretty good and certainly um, three apiaries will benefit from that harvest be because of the way in which they literally surround that piece of agricultural land. Well, that's all I have this time. And uh, I hope it's of interest. If you've got uh, comments, I'd really like to hear them. If you've got things you want to add, great like to hear that too. Uh, if there's anything uh, which I need to explain more, just fire away. So um, this is Tony Fox. Thanks for listening and uh, have a good week. Bye bye for now.